Welcome to the Successful Life Podcast, your go-to source for insights and strategies in the HVAC, plumbing, and roofing industries. I'm Corey Barrier, here to guide you through transformative approaches to business and mindset. Each episode will explore unique methods, focusing on identifying and addressing the core challenges in your field. Our goal is to equip you and your team with practical solutions that foster growth and success. So whether you're tuning in for the first time or you're a longtime listener, get ready to dive into a wealth of knowledge and expertise. Let's begin our journey to success together. This is the successful life. It's Corey Barrier. Yeah, come learn with me. Take you down the path of our journeys. This is the successful life. It's time to take what you learn. Apply it to your life. It's your turn. To live a successful life. You are tuning in to the Successful Life Podcast. Three, Successful Life Podcast is a space where you can hear stories from badass entrepreneurs and influencers that collectively have millions of listeners and followers. You get to hear their backstories and where they are currently. We discuss how precious your life is and crucial it is to live with a purpose and die knowing the person looking in the mirror today. This is the successful life. Corey Barrier, yeah, come learn with me. Take you down the path of our journeys. This is the successful life. It's time to take what you learn, apply it to your life. It's your turn to live a successful life. You are tuning in to the Successful Life Podcast. Welcome to the Successful Life Podcast. I am your host, Corey Barrier, and I am here with Matt and Nathan. What's up, guys? What's up? What's up, Corey? This is super cool. So you guys are the second people. I did my or my first podcast with two people. Uh, I guess it was last week um, with two uh, two other coaches, actually. Um, and I, hadn't, I haven't posted it yet because we're a little ways out. But it's pretty interesting uh, to have all three people on here. It's a little bit different dynamic than normal, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. Yeah, I love it. Yes. Oh, look, um, you know, I know a little bit about, you know, you, Matt, because we've been connected a little bit more than you and I, Nathan. Um, so I'm super interested to hear about what you guys, you know, what you're currently doing together and then what you guys do separately. Um, I'm just, I love hearing people's stories, which is why I do this podcast, because it fires me up. I enjoy it. Um, so I'm super excited guys and I don't care who goes first or both of you go, whatever, just rock and roll. Let's do this. Sounds good, Corey. Well, first, uh, thanks for having us on the show, brother. We, uh, we appreciate it so much. Yeah. Um, well, the one cool thing about the RTA syndicate is that we always know that we're, we're very connected. It's, you know, the brotherhood, we always know we can trust the people. Um, so that's, that's the one cool thing about this community is, uh, we know we're always alike. We're always like-minded. So, but yeah, thanks so much for having us on the show. Um, just a little bit about me. Uh, I live here in San Antonio, Texas. Been here for a couple of years. I'm in the Guard, National Guard now, and I was previously active duty for 12 years. I spent 12 years in uh, the Air Force Special Warfare Program, um, essentially being a JTAC. What that means is we go forward with Army ground units, Rangers. We can work with SEALs. We can work with Delta. We can work with any guys. We get attached to any unit. Or we're the ground asset on the air, calling in the airstrike uh, from the plane above. So that's what I did. I've done for a majority of my life, but I'm also an entrepreneur. I'm a father and I'm a husband. Uh, I've been an entrepreneur for about eight years now. I started out with a brick and mortar uh, nutrition store. 
selling all small pro small business products. Uh, I had a passion for fitness, but also a passion for helping people become fit. And uh, I knew that I could do it right. I had no business experience. My parents were both entrepreneurs in a small town, but I said, you know what? I'm going to take the plunge to see if I can make it work. I put $60,000 in debt on my credit card, started up a storefront. I had the idea. Um, I think in August I had a store in September and the first month we did, I want to say like 20 K in sales. <laughs> I had no idea what the hell we were doing. Uh, zero. Like we just, it was me and a partner. We just figured it out. He was a, another big muscle bound dude. And, uh, it was just two guys, two military guys that were determined to find a way to succeed and helping people become more fit, more healthy. And we loved it too. Cause we got free shit. So, uh, <laughs> You know, and we found out a couple years later that when you're, when you're starting a new business, you probably shouldn't pull all the expensive shit out of your inventory for yourself. You know, it's not really the, the right practice to do, but hard lesson learned there. But anyway, so, you know, from my entrepreneurial side, uh, I started that store almost eight years ago. That store's still running in Colorado Springs. Uh, still, I've got a very good store manager there. But three years after that, I said, I wanted to start my own brand. I want my own line. I want to have products that are what I believe to be the best products in the world to sell to, to, to millions of people and change people's lives physically. Also, I've brought a mental aspect to that business. The business is called strong physiques. Um, so we service a majority of women, actually about 90% of our demographic is women. We help women between the ages of 20 to 25, but I've also got a men's line there too, that does very well. We're just helping people become more fit, being more aware of, of health and fitness. But you know, being into that business for a few years, I started, it's when I kind of came across Andy Priscilla and I became very, very uh, involved and interested in personal development because Andy was as a CEO of first form. Uh, I wanted to carry his products in my store. So I started listening to his podcast, the MF CEO project. And uh, I started understanding that I need to have a personal development journey. I need to start making myself better so I can be a better business owner, a better father. So I started listening to him religiously. I listened to only him for a couple of years. And I said, hey, okay, Andy's great, but I got to diversify my portfolio. I got to start listening to some other minds because we all love Andy, but he's smash mouthed in your face, you know, and he's got a certain way of doing business. that's very good. So I started listening to a few other people. I started listening to Ed. And then, uh, you know, I, I dove fully into personal development. I said, not only is this something I enjoy, but it's something I want to help people with. And, uh, you know, Matt and I just happened to join Arte at the same time. And we met up at the, the live summit uh, out in St. Louis, uh, cross paths. He, he threw an offer to, to coach me because uh, I wanted to get on stage in front of millions of people and, and spread the message, message of making people better, you know, in all aspects of life. And the, the rest is kind of history. We said, hey, we both have a passion that not many have. We both have a commitment, a drive. We have excellence. Let's, let's come together and let's teach people, the ordinary people, this stuff. Let's teach millions of people how to be their best self. And uh, that's the motto I have in my nutrition business, but it's also the motto I have with, with Nathan and Matt is that we're here to coach people to become their best self at a good rate, a good rate. We're not charging a lot of money. We're not trying to steal from you. Uh, we're just trying to provide you some good value. And that's kind of where we're at now. That's fantastic, Nathan. Uh, so a couple of things. One, like my back, my, my background also is in, in health and wellness. I was a, a master trainer for a decade um, and, and it's during that process, I started a nutrition company online that oh, nice. failed miserably. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, we thought, we thought we were in because we knew my business partner was best friends with the owner of high tech pharmaceuticals. And I'm sure 
you being in the nutritional industry, you know Jared? who that is. Not Jared. Um, uh, Steve. Steve. Okay. Yeah. So, but, uh, so, so we thought this is a no brainer, right? I mean, we're, we, we're getting, you know, hopefully Jared's not listening to this, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we got our, we got our products at, you know, at a, at what most people would have to buy a massive quantity at. And we got a good, you know, and so we thought there's no way we can fail. But the problem is we didn't know how to market on the internet. We didn't know. We just didn't know what the fuck we were doing. And, and my buddy's in, he's been an entrepreneur forever. I've been an entrepreneur forever, but we just didn't know about the space. So mm. I was going to say that part. And then also, why do you think, I know my theory. Why do you think that your majority of your clients are women? Attention contractors of the successful life podcast. Want to supercharge your business decisions? We've got something just for you. Head over to our website, SuccessfulLifePodcast.com, and click on the free download button to grab your copy of Warning When Hiring a Leadership Coach. Equip yourself with the insights you need to make informed decisions for your business. Don't miss out. Part, uh, several things. Okay. One is uh, my wife and I, I started this, this Strong Physiques about almost four years ago. Uh, and when I started, I had met her to be, uh, I met her and interviewed her to be an athlete for my company. She was a rising star on Instagram at the time. I think when I met her, she had 20,000 followers, but she had good influence. She could sell. Um, so as the brand grew, we actually kind of grew the brand with her uh, because she was gaining so many followers. I mean, she went from 20 to 40 to 100 to 200 to 250. And we're like, shit, now we understand the power of social media and selling. If you know how to influence online, there is, I mean, we built a million dollar company in less than two years. Dang. Uh, just, just by Instagram alone, not running a single, not sending out a single email, not by uh, running any paid ads. We had no paid ads for three years and we did in the second year, we did 3.5 million. Fuck, dude, that's all fantastic. through Instagram. So... For for all the listeners here, if, if you're run if you if you don't understand the power of influencing in social media, it's if you figure it out, it's a science, it, it's amazing. But the, my point is is that the reason that we grow so much uh, in that demographic is that when we first I first started the brand, it was a male and female brand. But as the, we catered the brand to grow with her following, we said, okay, let's just make this all let's 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 uh, shrink our niche down to just women and just her age. And we went all in on that demographic and that's where the following came from. Um, now she, we've kind of went separate ways in our business and now we've still got, you know, we're still catering, but we've also opened back up to men. We've kind of expanded our line. We're doing some different things now, but um, that, that's why I, I believe that we're there. That's a much different answer than I anticipated. Uh, yeah. I, you, I figured you had a different thought well, process yeah. behind that. Well, it is because, you know, I've much like you in my training, I all, I, you know, 90% of my clients, like you said, are, were women. And the reason for that is because women, women fucking listen. They listen to what you tell them to do. And the men, of course, we think we know everything. And they're, they're tougher. They, they stick with it. And they're mentally tougher, too. And they understand growth. Yeah, absolutely. You know, they go through something once a month that we don't know anything about. 
Yeah, for I sure. Mean, and, and don't want to know anything about it. So, you know, kudos <laughs> to the women, you know. <laughs> to be honest, I mean, they're, they're a machine, you know. Um, but that's awesome, dude. I didn't women. know all that. Yeah, women are also not apprehensive to spend money. You know what I mean? Men are, men are like this. I'll figure it out myself. Right. I don't need to pay someone to figure it out. I'll figure it out myself. Women are like, here's my money. Help me out. True. Give me this result faster, right? And that's why even I think the, the bulk of online sales, especially in the nutrition industry, is um, if you're away from the bodybuilding demographic, my, my buddy, he actually uh, has a warehouse right next door. He owns six stores here in Texas. 70% of his clientele are uh, women and he sells pro hormones. He sells SARMs. He sells all the, all the hard shit that gets men the muscle and jack they want. But most of his clients are women. Yeah. Wow. So the second piece to that was now that you brought that up, um, I sold my personal training business to open a, a TRT clinic. Well, essentially it was a medical school. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, it didn't go so well. Um, I went into business with a guy that knew nothing about the hormone industry. And I truthfully mm. didn't know what I needed to know. I thought I knew it goes back to the men thing. Um, you know, and, and I mismanaged, I didn't, I thought this was where I was going to be forever. And it was like a dream come true. And it went to my head and I'll be the first to admit that my ego crushed my position <laughs> in that company and I, I had to part ways with my partner and it was a really hard pill to swallow, but there were so many lessons learned out of that situation that, you know, at this point I wouldn't trade it for anything. This was just right. less than two years ago. Yeah. Wow. wow. Yeah. So that's cause that's, that's a growing industry. Very much like the um, TRT is becoming far more, uh, widely, I guess, accepted becoming, you know, it's not, it's not uncommon to have a CMN in their thirties or forties that are on TRT. No, it's not uncommon. No, not at it's all. Not, and the whole stigma is, is kind of, has kind of been relieved. I think I would have to agree wholeheartedly. So it's, it's definitely a good industry to be in too. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So, um, yeah, man, Matt, You'd be You're right up. so far, brother. I'm up. I'm just, I'm <laughs> listening. I'm taking it in, man. Um, you know, I, I've known Nathan since November, and today I've learned more about him as far as things I didn't know because we did our podcast this morning, and there's some things that he's talked about because I made him talk about it, and then he's like, oh, you're making me talk about myself. I'm like, yeah, dude, like, people want to know. Um, I, I mean, I've been... Uh, okay, so it took me six and a half years to get my degree in college because um, I was very indecisive and did not want to work hard. Um, I started music education, and then I went vocal performance, and then I was like, oh, I don't want to do foreign language. And then I was a religion major um, for a year, and I realized the church is really corrupt and uh, po political. And I, I was like, I don't want to deal with that. And so uh, we do a thing in Kansas, and it's all over the, the country called Boys State. And so I got to be in charge of 90 going to be seniors in high school for like three years. And every year, my seniors in high school were just 
you know, these, these kids at Boys State, they would annihilate the competition because I would always ask one question every single year. Um, what's your full potential? And there's no ceiling on your potential. And you're supposed to be the top 10% in the world or in, or in Kansas. Prove it. Let's see you go. <clears throat> the last, uh, the last uh, session we had, I had out of the 10 for general election because it's a simulation of city, state, or city, county, and state government. So they do a general election like governor, lieutenant governor, all that in the in the final. And this was I was like 20 years old leading these kids, 21. And the last uh, session uh, that I was a county counselor out of the 10 general election uh, positions to um, <clears throat> to fight against each other to see who's the top five, I had six up for general election that year out of, you know, 700 kids. Um, six were from my county. And, and and so there were like 10 counties. And <clears throat> this really smart guy named George Rothwell, he came up to me uh, at the end of it all and he said, Bertho, how did you get these kids to do that? And I said, what do you mean? He goes, I wasn't going to talk to you, but it's just absurd every single project that they turned in was perfect and I was like well what do you mean they're perfect he said every project that these kids turned in from your county was perfect by a landslide and I was like well I just I you know I didn't know I just said well I care about them a lot and and I challenge them to be their full potential all right and so then I realized okay I'm a leader I need I need to go back to my professor and kiss his butt and say please let me back in the program because basically I said F you to him because he was a complete jerk to me that's one number two um, again I didn't want to work hard but I knew I had to work hard to live out my dream which was to be a teacher a coach coaching wrestling football being a vocal music teacher that's what I wanted to do which is taboo in itself um, growing up in high school I was on a four-time state champion team. I was a state champion myself in wrestling, and I played football and baseball. And I didn't join choir until middle of my junior year simply because this is a question I use with my clients now. My counselor took me in, and he said, Matt, what do you love? And I said, Kylie. And he said, no. What do you love that you're not doing now? And I said, well, I like to sing a little bit. I like to sing some Garth Brooks and some Boys to Men back in the day, right? And so he enrolled me in choir, and the rest was history. But that question, what do you love, that changed my life forever. If, he, if that man would have never asked me that question, then I would not be here right now at all, all right? Just that one question, okay? So... I decided to, to power through. I had to write a paper to get back in the program. I had to pass math for liberal arts with a C or better, and I did. Um, and uh, the rest is history. I graduated. The first I had, I had two job opportunities out of uh, uh, graduation from college. One was to be a plant manager of an ethanol corporation in Wichita area in Kansas for ethanol corporation in Wichita. Two Winfield High School came open in Kansas. I wanted a 5A school. I wanted to coach wrestling and football, and I wanted to build a program. 
And I had a bad instance with money early on. I sold things at CompUSA and I got stabbed in the back by a dude, a dirty little lawyer in Wichita. And he got me fired. And I went to, I went to therapy because my wife, my, my girlfriend at the time was like, dude, you got to go to therapy. So I went to therapy and found out how I handle conflict was because of my mom and dad. And my mom and dad handle conflict that way. And that's how I handle conflict. So I had to figure out how I want to handle conflict. And so I handle conflict by attacking it now and so I chose to teach and I've been here ever since this is uh, my office at Winfield High School um, I have about 170 in the choir program it's been that way for the last uh, 15 years I teach 40 private voice students every week um, uh, well hold on 40 when you say 40 private voice students is that like an hour each one of those people? About 30 minutes. 30 okay. minutes usually. And then there, there are some people that take hour lessons. And I've been doing that for 18 years. Um, so I have a lot of face-to-face -face time. Um, and so I joined Arte Syndicate like you did in June, I think, is when we started, right? October is when I started. October is when you started? So I went to live and they opened it back up. Mm. Okay. Gotcha. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. So I started in June, and I told my wife I want to be around people like me. And I was, um, I was bored, and I, you know, I tell this story two years ago. I weighed like two twenty-five, and my my weight has always done that. And I yelled at God in the universe, "I need my health back." And so within six months, I found this uh, diet online called the Elimination Diet. It's where you take out potential food sensitivities or allergies and I dropped like 63 pounds in six months like that and I was like what the hell it was my food the whole time and so people like Corey and Nathan nutrition people would say it is what you eat it's not because I was working out doing CrossFit injuring myself like over and over and over and I was like no it's not what I eat because I was wrestler food is champion food is everything to me all right so I joined the syndicate and I got uh, in the accelerator part. And, and so I listened to Ed and Andy and I was like, man, I love these guys. This is so, this is so incredible. I was taking crazy notes and posting them on the, the Arate site. And, you know, I, was, I, I didn't know networking. Like I didn't know how that would work on that site. And you guys remember that site. It was like, who, how are we supposed to make this work? And finally, they went back to Facebook, but that's a whole other ball game. Yeah, um, yeah. But at the Arate Live, I set my intention before I got on the plane. I set my intention before I got to the hotel that I'm going to be present. I'm going to be me. I'm going to be full. I'm going to be complete. And the first people I met were Sean Henry, Phil Davies, and a guy named Nathan Mansfield walked in the door. And... I rolled with them to TJ's, and we got uh, some uh, some IV and some cryotherapy, and you know I just started talking. To Jeff Brecken was in there, um, uh, another guy named Jeff, um, and that was kind of the beginning of it. And I'll, I'll tell a story about Nathan where I knew that we were very similar. Um, it's the end of the 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 whole event. All right, and um, he Nathan gave me his cell phone number to to just stay in touch with him, 
like but when after we got done because i mean i didn't know i mean nobody knew anybody we, nobody none of us really knew anybody right so he gave me his cell phone and he's talking to me about tony robbins and i didn't i've never been to a tony robbins event i don't watch i didn't watch his videos i didn't know anything about tony robbins but nathan's like you got to go to an event it's like 10 grand a ticket i'm like okay sweet let's go um but Stephanie Van Dam uh, sat in front of me at the live event, and she turned around and said, did you know that Tony Robbins has a vocal coach? And then that's when everything changed for me. Every speaker that came up, I was like <laughs> taking all kinds of notes about, about how they delivered, about their voice quality, about how I could help them. I hit up Jesse Itzler. I hit up Ed Milet. Jesse's actually DM'd me a couple times and said that he'll keep me in his radar, but at the end of the event, this guy down here, Nathan Mansfield, I go up to where all the syndicate guys are, and this guy is cleaning up after everybody. And I was like, wow, what a dude. While all these other people are rubbing elbows, getting their egos stroked, Nathan Mansfield is picking up and, and doing the right thing. And so at the, after the event, I, I texted some people. I, you know, I think I even messaged you, Corey, and I was like, hey, you know, I'm starting this new business. I want to help coach business professionals with speaking and intention. I have these intention steps that are gold. I can help you. Well, Nathan, he said, all right, I'll give you a shot. So we do the first call, and at the end of the call, Nathan, what would you say? This is hilarious. I, I said I had been working with uh, Tony, uh, Tony Robbins coaching for a year now, um, I hired one of his coaches after one of the events and I said, he, Matt delivered more value to me in one session than I got from a year of Tony Robbins coaching. Um, wow. and that was just, I mean, and, and, and the reason is, is because, you know, the Tony Robbins coaching package is I think six grand, seven grand a year. Right. Well, they're in and out to just get results. Right. Well, Matt started asking me about me, he started building a relationship. He started asking like some of these questions that really break down the barriers of communication, right? We all have these barriers when we meet someone new. We don't want to kind of tell them everyone, everything or we're afraid to say some things. And my coach through Tony Robbins, honestly, I wasn't getting much out of her. Uh, I kind of felt like I wasted my money. And then, you know, he came on to just teach me how to get on stage and talk in front of, you know, thousands of people. And it, it ended up not being that. I mean, we actually even tried that method. And I was like, dude, you're good at this but this ain't what we need to focus on. <laughs> I need you for some bigger things right now in which, you know, one day we'll probably jump back into that. But, um, you know, I was going through a lot of shit in my life at the point too. And he just pulled me out of it. And, uh, you know, I'm already a peak performer. It's, it's hard working with peak performers. You know what I mean? It's like, how do I challenge you? And Matt, Matt just kept challenging me, kept challenging me like, Hey, what's next? You're going through this shit in your life. That's all right. Let's, let's make it better. Let's, let's figure out how to just keep pushing you forward. Yeah. And, you know, a big moment for me with, with what Nathan said was, uh, Matt, uh, you're not just a vocal coach. You're a peak performance coach. And I was like, peak performance coach? I, I was like, I like that. Because then I thought about all these students that I've taught over the last few years, right? And I, and I used the example of Arden Moon and Chase Foster, and they were my first freshmen. Arden is an administrative executive in Wichita now, making six figures. And Chase is boys with the Jonas Brothers. And they believed. They listened to every word I said. 
and and I look at every class and Nathan reminded me of this the other day. He said every class, every hundred people, Matt, there's probably two that just are rock stars. And I, you know, I, I looked at every single class, and it's true. There's there there were two almost in every single class, two or five that believed because that's the key component is belief in what I was saying. And think about that. So these two kids believed a dude that weighed 272 pounds, completely overweight, but giant heart, and I just gave all the passion. I mean, that you feel from Nathan and I for sure right now. Um, but that's kind of how we got to this point. And now we've started Nathan and Matt, which is the new thing. So really quick, before you dive into what that means, I have to share this with you. So it, interestingly, God, this, the correlations here are unbelievable. So Nathan, I started out going, I mean, Tony Robbins was the first event and I went, um, I, I was actually supposed to buy my ticket the day that my partner said, I'm not paying you anymore. <laughs> oh, shit. Right. And so like I literally had been manifest journaling, listening to Tony two, three hours a day from <laughs> July. Like it was, I was for sure going to be at that event. And then he drops this fucking bomb on me. And I just like, I didn't really know. So my wife being the amazing woman that she is, she contacted Robin's research and worked out a deal with him to get me the ticket that I really wanted. Awesome. And it was, it was the, you know, to be honest with you, I can, now I can talk about it without like crying because it was so impactful for me. And then the second thing, Matt, for, to your point, um, Arte live, you know, I went with, I was a little bit nervous going into it. Now I'd already been to, to Tony and I'd already crewed for Tony. So the nerves weren't, the same, but it was still like, okay, I'm going to be rubbing elbows with all these fucking people. Right. You know, I don't really know how, like, I know I can do it, but I just, I didn't, you know, I was in my head. And so I had to, uh, it was on the plane ride. I was just telling somebody else this earlier. I said, you know, Corey, you need to go into this with zero expectations. And, and that is exactly what I did, but this is the part that I haven't told you yet. And everybody that listens to my podcast knows this story by now, but uh, it's so impactful. Chris Saunders is a friend of mine. Yep. You guys know Chris. Yep. yep. Um, and Chris and Leanne, I had the, this. So I had told my wife, I somebody had posted in the either in the syndicate or accelerator that the tickets had gone on sale for the people in Arte already. I didn't. I didn't. I missed that part. So I didn't realize that's what it said. I just thought the tickets went on sale. And so I told my wife and she was like, well, you know, get all the details. You know, I don't know. Let's just see how money is. And guys, I'm not even kidding you. 30 seconds went by and my FaceTime rang. And I'm like, well, that's odd. Cause I don't FaceTime anybody. I do now, but <laughs> I didn't at the time. So I'm like, that's clearly a wrong number because one, the number is, I don't know it. And two, I'm not answering it because it's FaceTime. Anyway, wow. So then my wife, says to me, hey, about 30 more seconds went by. Literally, this is within 60 seconds. She was like, you need to you need to call the FaceTime back. And I'm like, what? She said, you need to call the FaceTime back. 
And I said, okay, well, if my wife says something like that, I'm not going to question it because she would never say something like that unless it was important. So I did. I, I called it back and Leanne, um, you know, Leanne said, Corey, you know, uh, we have one ticket or we have, they've given us the ability to invite one person to go with us and we'd like for you to be our guest. Oh, wow. And it just like, to this day, like the waterworks, man, it just, it was just one of those times that it, it just, it, it melted my heart. I mean, I just can't even explain. It was kind of like what my wife did. It was very similar. And so, you know, when I got there, I didn't really have, I had this podcast, you know, with registered with Libsyn. I had recorded two like just random shit with me talking like it probably didn't make any sense but i ran into at the end i ran into uh ryan williams and so i didn't really know who he was i was you know friends with him on instagram i knew him by his instagram handle but i didn't know what he looked like (laughs) and so so I did know, though, he was in the syndicate, and I knew that I wanted to be around as many people in the syndicate as I possibly could be around. So I introduced myself, and we, you know, we took a picture and whatever. He's got tattoos. I, I love that. Um, you know, and, and so I said, Ryan, you know, I, I have a podcast. Would you like to be on it? He said, of course. And I went, fuck. <laughs> now what do I do? Because I don't really know anything about podcasting at all. Like when I say I had a podcast, like it was registered and like <laughs> I barely, I didn't have a, I, I did have a mic, but I don't know that I had ever used it actually. Now I think about it, um, it sat on my desk for three months. And so what that did for me, oh, well then the next thing was I wound up going to lunch with Marcus Aurelius and Tony <laughs> Watley. And then here comes walking and I didn't re- know who the hell he was at the time, but it was Zachary Babcock comes walking in and he sits down. Do you all know Zach? No, I don't know him. Mm-mm. You probably do. Underdog empowerment. He's all over. He's got long. He's got been, was in prison for five years. He's got a pretty badass podcast. He's in, he's, he's interviewed a lot of cool people. All right. I'd be shocked if you didn't know who he was, if you ran across him the next time. Anyway. So I didn't, again, didn't know who he was. So I'm sitting here thinking, like, who the fuck is this like guy? Looks like he's straight out of prison. <laughs> because he was. And, um, you know, so we're sitting here, and I'm just listening to these guys, and I'm just taking in all the stuff they're talking about. Yep. And I came home, and probably 19 hours a day, for two weeks straight till Ryan's podcast, um, I just, I, I had to under, I had to learn and it doesn't, you know, as we look at it now, you're like, well, it's not that hard, Corey. Well, I'm completely illiterate when it comes to shit like this. Like, so for me, it was, it was a challenge. It mm-hmm. was such a challenge because I'm not, I'm just not, I, I'm not, um, shit, I lost the word. Anyway, um, it, it just took me a minute to, to, to get it. And so, Um, but it was super cool because it's given me an opportunity to sit here with guys like you and listen to your story and so on and so forth. So I thought I'd share that with you because Matt, it was similar, similar. And, and oddly enough, uh, Nathan, I didn't meet him, but Phil and, and Sean Henry's, 
yeah. our two guys and Sean Whalen, if it are the first three guys that I really talked to when I got there, other huh. than you know Josh Kirk, who I knew, right? Um, and and Andrew, who I knew, and that was it. But then I rolled with Chris and Leanne to dinner with all the people in the syndicate. It was cool as fuck. Yeah. And so, oh, so were you at, were you at dinner at the casino? Yes. No. Uh, oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, I with, sat with uh, Phil and Sean and on the end. Okay, so I, I was in the room on the left. Alex Pike and – okay. Yeah, I, you guys were at the table right when you walk in on the right, right? Is that Straight right? in, yep. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I Yeah, I totally missed you, but uh, there was a lot going on that night. Mm-hmm. And, and, like, I was just – didn't you know, I was – I didn't know what to think. <laughs> I'm sitting with all these people that are, like – you know, the main motherfuckers here, <laughs> essentially. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it was it was such a great experience, you know, and it's opened me up to being able to talk to a bunch of people that I thought I would never probably talk to, including Tony's son. I interviewed Jarek, yeah. you know, which was cool, you know. You um, interviewed, really? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. awesome. And guess what? You'll love this. I'm such a podcast idiot. For the longest time, I just hung up on motherfuckers. Like, when I say just hung up, like, there was no, okay, like, hey, we're going to end the podcast and then talk. I would just hang up. And I hung up on him, on Bradley, on Sean. uh, I mean, it's so funny. I bet they were like, I bet they were like, oh, I guess we're done. Cool. Yep, guess we're done. Yep. And my wife one day said, hey, um, are you not talking to these people afterwards? I'm like, we just talked for like an hour, hour and a half. What the fuck are we going <laughs> to talk about? She was like, Corey, you, you need, at least need to have a conversation with them afterwards. And I'm like, really? And she was like, yeah, dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. That's so, hilarious. <laughs> I get you though. Uh, starting a podcast. I mean, I mean, that was, that was a challenge for me too, man. There's a, there's a lot of just shit you got to look up. It is. Yeah. It's not easy. It's not. It doesn't come natural. It really doesn't. I'll tell you another guy, Fabian. Do you guys know Fabian? Uh, I don't know. I, TG Genetics. Yes. Okay. So you know he's got a pretty popular podcast in the cannabis space, and he was super cool. You know, him and I connected, and and he helped. He really, really helped me. You know, as much as he could. You know, but he did take some time to help me. Sure enough. That's good, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's not easy. No, it was not at all. Especially for us non-tech savvy dudes. That's the word I was looking for when I just blanked I out. I should have saved your ass, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I let you sit there and suffer. Yeah. I, well, one would have thought it would have come to me, but it just didn't. So, <laughs> so, uh, so guys, what's going on with, like, in your state? You're in Texas, so shit's opened up, right, now? Yeah. Uh, pretty much everything else is opening up uh, on the 18th, so Monday. We're pretty open, though. Yeah. God, it must be nice. How about you? Oh, man. Uh, well, we're going to find out from Governor Kelly Friday or Sunday, I believe, if we're going to move to Phase 2. And Phase 2 is going to allow um, up to 30 people can meet in a, in a certain area. But is that nationwide? No, Kansas. Oh. Um, 
you know, it's it's been it's been a struggle for me being a teacher um, because you don't you don't have the closing uh, with your your seniors that I, that you usually have, and you know we're 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 a tight knit group. Um, I have a, a leadership team that I that I've developed with these kids that you know we we got done with this virtual voices concert that you know from what I've seen so far worldwide nobody's done it nobody's done that at all um but that's you know like the RTA way like we've learned to um innovate create pivot hard and I've taught my kids that and so you know they don't complain they attack um and uh it's it's a it's unfortunate though I will say this about education across the country, um, a lot of people are so fearful that um, they're shutting down uh, public school for you know for the fall. There people are already going online. Colleges are already going online for the fall. Um, you know, and I I think it's I think it's too early for that. Um, we you know we. <clears throat> the 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 media has stirred it up so much with fear that you know I Nathan and I talked about it you know we we had a couple days like everybody did the last six weeks where it was like oh no what's going on you know and it's a spiral and you know luckily you know I have Nathan every day to talk to that you know whenever I'm down he's up whenever he's down I'm up and so it's a good balancing act on performance wise for us um, to stay on our game but the the rest of the world doesn't have that you know okay. and and that you know that that segues to a big reason why we're doing Nathan and Matt um, because you know Nathan said it perfect we want ordinary people to understand the importance of self-help because you know before I started listening to Ed and Andy last January um, I never spent a dime on self-help. I didn't even know who Ed Milet was last year. All right, um, and then I started listening to Ed and Andy, and started the 75 Hard because of the Charlie Rocket podcast with Andy on MFCEO, and the rest is history. Um, you know, I went through the Live Hard program uh, completely. Um, phase one, phase two, phase three. Nathan finished 75 hard also. I think you did too also, Corey. Um, <clears throat> and I'm doing, I'm doing another round right now. I haven't been very vocal about it, mainly, mainly because, uh, you know, Nathan and I have talked about this. I got to find my way. And I can't, I can't be on a program the rest of my life. Um, Nate, Nathan called me, uh, he called me out one day. He said, Bertho, you're just doing it because it's a cheat code for you. And I was like, motherfucker. Like, but it is for both of us then because it's, he's right. Absolutely. He is right. We don't have to think. No. We just follow directions. Yep. And so, ah. I'm, so the, the part, the part, the part of this right now that I'm working through is I'm, I'm finding out the lifestyle that I'm going to commit to that's going to help me be my best self. And that, you know, that journey, you know, it's, it's a, it's a daily thing, but there are some things like I've added in, in my life, um, that, you know, are not in the 75 hard that, that are now a part of my life every day. The Wim Hof breathing I do every single freaking day. Um, cold baths I do every day. Um, 
you know, the the running every day for 3,000, you know, 250 days in a row, uh, at least one mile. That I started that a while back. And to me, it's just a part of the day now. It's it's a it's a you know thermometer for, you know, what I need to to focus on. But also belief system too. Like, you know, we can dive into that a little bit if you want. But um, the, the I think that you know belief has been coming up a lot in this podcast today already. So, you know, I've always been very spiritual, my my whole life. Um, I've always known that. There was some kind of an intelligence that that uh, that guides us. That if we listen to it, you know. Um, and then the last two years, you know, consuming the Dispenza books, becoming supernatural. I just finished the "You Are the Placebo." Um, read the Amen book just a little bit ago, and you know, Nathan and I, um, we we set our intention before every single podcast. Um, if I'm off or he's off, we'll go through a meditation together <clears throat> and we will walk each other through it. I hope it's okay. I'm saying all this, Nathan, because, you know, I think it's important for the world to know, like, you know, you, you got to get in that state and, you know, Ed talks about all the time, you know, creating that state and that last call that he gave us, he was talking about creating that peak performance state. I mean, this is stuff that I've been doing for years that I didn't know I was doing. Right. And so, you know, Nathan is so intuitive. He knows immediately if I'm off that that quick. He'll be like, "What's going on? What, 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 why is your energy weird?" I mean, we openly talk about energy, and you know, likewise with uh, you know me with him, I'll be like, "What's up?" And then he'll just go and get it out, because part of it is you know the, the circles that that we're in, we've got to be vulnerable to let people know like it's not it's not pretty all the time. Um, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a struggle and, but, but you don't give up, you don't give up on the struggle. And that's why I love podcasts. Um, uh, I've been thinking about, you know, uh, documenting a day in the life of me, just having someone follow me around with a, a video camera to, to actually see this is the crazy shit that I do every single day. Because I don't think a lot of people understand, um, you can make time happen in your day if you schedule it and if you stick to the plan. Um, and that's something that, you know, Nathan and I have both struggled with is, you know, we look at our calendar and we're like, okay, what, where am I going to put this, right? And then you just make it work. And then, you know, the universe works for you. How many times, guys, have have you been like, okay, I got this thing that I'm really passionate about coming up and I got this other thing on my calendar. And then what happens? That person calls you and says, you know what? I can't do it today. I got to do this. And you're like, I'm on the right frequency. I'm in it. I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. So the, the, the Nathan and Matt uh, concept came across because uh, – I mean, I'm gonna let Nathan talk about this because it's badass, and it and we haven't talked about it, Nathan. <laughs> Not much. Uh, really, it was here, here's the thought process. Though. See, you already know where I'm going. Go. Here's the thought process. Everybody, like, there's a lot of there's a lot of internet coaches out there right now. Some people that do it really well, and some people that do it like shit. 
there's nobody that has that's bringing two perspectives to a problem. And you know, with with Matt and I have a completely different experiences with me being a veteran, being the combat three combat tours, him being a, a vocal music teacher, 16 years helping thousands of students. Um, in, in reality, in America, we're two ordinary dudes. I was, I'm a veteran. I went and served the country. He went and served, uh, you know, kids up bringing up bringing kids public, to the public, <laughs> for lack of better terms. Um, and and you know, we're two dudes that are obsessed with personal development. But when we when we when we get together to with a common purpose to help people out and bring two different experiences, we complement each other on how we're going to help people get through a situation. There's you know, there's nobody bringing two perspectives. There's not. And I think the power of two minds over one, you know, you got freaks like Tony Robbins who can fix people, you know, that have been dealing with something for 20 years. He can fix them in 30 seconds, even though they'd gone, been going to therapy for 15 years and never fixed it. Right. And, and that's crazy because Tony Robbins is just a freak of nature. He's not human. I don't think. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, he's another, he's another species, but beyond him and the coaching game, you know, people are good. You know, like Ed's, Ed's probably a very good coach to the people he, he coaches. And, you know, some of these other guys are very good coaches. But now you take two guys that have been through different experiences uh, and attack a problem that everybody faces. Yep. Uh, everybody faces physical problems, wanting to get to the gym, wanting to be healthy, wanting to eat the right foods. Everybody experiences financial problems. Everybody experiences emotional problems, dealing with your emotions. Everybody uh, experiences having a connection to a higher power to believe in something bigger than yourself. And everybody experiences the struggle of trying to make yourself better daily to become more than what you are right now. Everybody, everybody has that problem. And we're here to solve the problem. We're here to make, make people, you know, have a, a community to be a part of something that will make them better every single day and to provide the knowledge and the value that we've learned, the things we've learned over the last, you know, our lifetime, but specifically in the last three years. And, and the, I mean, shit, let's just be honest. This shit that we've learned through RT already. I've been through two summits and, and, you know, I feel like I've got a master's degree in, in personal development, <laughs> you, know, you know, shook hands, hugged, hugged David Goggins, uh, Peyton Manning, um, Charlie, uh, Joe Dispenza. I mean, the, the lineup that I've met in the two summits, man, I mean, I'm set for life. <laughs> but, yeah, um, dude, I'm jealous about all that for sure. uh but yeah i mean that's that's just what we're trying to bring man and i think that we just offer a completely different perspective we're kind of we're kind of going counterculture too man where a lot of coaches are just like okay their coach is a they're a business coach you got financial coaches you got um just life coaches right we're attacking the whole game man we're talking attacking all life i never thought about that until you said that right now that's you know our five pillars you know physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, financial, nobody's attacking all five games. We're going to tell people how to manage your money. So let me ask you this, right? So, uh, you know, I coach people as well, but I I struggle explaining what it is I can help you with because there's, it's, first of all, it's usually starts with here and that's with everything and everybody, right? So, you say, well, then you're a mindset coach, but then that throws off all the other shit that I can help you with. Right. So I have a really hard time explaining what exactly I'm going to help you with because every human person, everybody's different. And, and it all starts with the mind. But if you come to me because you're struggling with something at work 
And I tell you, we're going to talk about your mindset, even though that is what we're going to talk about. That's not going to work for you. Does that make sense? And then, and I have to make it work if I want to help you, right? You have to be able to trust me. Do you see where I'm going? You see what I'm saying? Well, there's a, there's a vulnerability that has to happen from the player. All right. So whoever, whoever you're coaching, they have to absolutely want to be helped. And I'm saying this from a teacher of 16 years, 18 years working face to face, like six feet across from people, right? There have been people that have ran out of my room, said F you, said, you know, I don't want you to talk to me. I want you to teach me how to sing. All right. And it, it messed with my brain because I'm like, okay, they just want the product. This is like ridiculous. How you, well, how so then, no, no, no. But, but in my, in my profession, that's what that that's the norm like you go do a lesson in a music lesson you go to a, a batting cage you go to a, a wrestling lesson it's all technique it's all it's all product right there's no why there's no there's no passion there's no what is your strength what is your weakness there's none of that talk and so i got to the point the last five years where i'm saying i'm gonna talk if you don't like it go find somebody else all right, because this is my value. This is what I bring to the table. All right, but I want to say this: you have to, you have to find people, and people have to find you that genuinely want help. And when you lay it on the table, and 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 you know, I, when I started coaching Nathan, um, I I started mentally, physically, spiritually, and I would rate him. And we would, we would go back and forth and talk about it. And then it's evolved into our five pillars now, all right? Um, but any of those that were low is where we started, all right? A lot of coaches and teachers are completely off their rocker when they just focus on people's strengths. I've actually heard teachers and coaches say, focus on your strengths only, all right? Um, and that's easy. That's very easy. Okay. What I made Nathan go through is we focused on spiritual first. And in that first session, I think I took him through a meditation. Uh, and, and cause, cause he said, he said, I hope this is all right. He said, uh, I'm not creative. And I was like, bullshit. Everybody's creative. We just got to talk. We got to tap into that. All right. Um, and now, you know, like th just seeing Nathan stand there and talk and do his thing now, like I'm so proud because that that's the guy that that there's no there's no fake about what you're hearing and seeing from him. Right. And this is who I've been since day one. That's it's my, my wife tells me I'm the most honest person she knows. And and you're not going to get fake from Nathan or me. And And so I think, Corey, like. My advice to you is, you know, find out where they're at, like first, like strengths and weaknesses and, and go from there. Because, um, you know, on our first call, we, we went around and, and I, my instinct was, you know what, Nathan, we got to do it. We got to do it our way. We're creating this. This is our first call. We got it. We got to do it our way. And I said, we're leaving the videos on, man. We're leaving the videos on and we're going to. 
I, I want to know their names. I want to know who we're working with here. And it was the best choice we ever could have made. Because, in the coaching practice, in, in what you guys are doing together. Am yes. I okay. Yes. And and it 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 it's because because that's who we are, man. Like it's it's important for people to know like where you come from, but you know you've heard Ed and Andy, and and a lot of people say this. What I'm about to say, they don't care about your past as much as they care about now in the present. Are you know is Corey listening to me? Is Nathan listening to me? Do they care about what I'm saying, right? And they care about where we're going. And and so Nathan and I were you know just like you, Corey, we're superstar dreamers. We love to dream. But now, with what I've taught Nathan, with the intention steps, we have materialized and made some shit happen that people, when they get the teaching, they're going to be like, how in the world does this work? And it works because it's measured. Um, it's scientifically measured. And, you know, I mean, it's it's a big part of why we're on this podcast right now because, you know – we didn't plan this. Like you, you just said, Hey, do you want to do this? And I was like, here we go, Nathan, let's go. But, but you know, a lot of people say intention. I, I can tell you with uh, the coaching that we do with what the coaching I do for sure. Um, there are intention steps that, that uh, I take people through that are very simple. It's four steps. And um, I'm just, can I tell them about Whistler? Nathan? Yeah, let's go. Okay. So one of the most important things that that we wanted to do is get Nathan to a point where he was ready to speak in front of people and be himself, which check mark, all right? And so he was getting ready for Whistler. And all the syndicate guys and the girls were going to Whistler and they were gonna have the, the event and and so we started talking and dreaming, and uh, Nathan, I'm gonna let you talk about it for a little bit. One second. Oh, he's got his notebook. <laughs> well, while while he's doing that, oh man, these are, this is... these are all my objectives for the Whistler Summit, right? All my outcomes. Okay. Because because uh, right when I showed up to uh, to Cordelaine to Ed's house, the first thing Ed said when he came on stage, you know, I first met Ed. He said, if you're going to show up here and not show up with outcomes, you might as well leave. You might as well not be a part of this group because you're wasting mm. your time. You waste your money. And I said, oh, shit. And I said, okay, well, I'm going to try to set intentions and outcomes for the rest of this trip, but I'm also going to set them. Uh, so when I started working with Matt, we, I said, hey, dude, here's what's going to happen. I need to be, uh, to get to where uh, I want to be in my career, I need to, I need to make fr good friends with Ed Mallette. Okay. I want to have that network. I want to have him as a friend. He's a guy that I like. He's a mentor. I want to have him as a friend. Now, think about this too. I just want to jump in. Who does everybody want one-on-one -on -one session with? Well, it depends who you ask because my answer is going to be like Nathan's. Yeah, yeah Ed Milet. Okay. Hey, yeah, like everybody wants to, to have a one-on-one -on -one session with Ed. Go ahead, Nathan. Yeah, so, uh, you know, I have a whole bunch of stuff on here. Um, but number one is setting intentions before every event, every speaker uh but the big one here was to we had we went and going into the strategy to get me one-on-one -on -one time with Ed. and and if you at the, the summits man 
the speaker, you know, Ed and Andy, they go up on stage, they go back and sit, like you can kind of bullshit with them in between. They don't, you know, especially Ed, Ed's very careful on spending time with, with people. It's he's, he's very kind of just, he's very, he's always on a mission, man. He doesn't stop and bullshit a lot. He's on a mission. So I knew it was going to be, a, it was going to be a challenge. So going in, I said, man, Ed loves the gym. If we're staying in the same resort, as soon as I see him, I'm going to say, Hey brother, let's go get a workout in. Okay. Uh, so that's what I was, that was my thing. And I was going to just try to get him to go work out with me. Cause I know if I had a workout with him, I could talk to him and I could let him know that I was a human, that I, that I liked him and I knew he'd like me too. And we'd connect. Right. So the syndicate's going along, man. It's great. And, uh, we hit the last day. Okay. Time out. What am I missing? You're missing some of the most important parts of, of, of the process of this. All right. And I, I'm not going to give everything away because I want people to work with us, all right? But um, when when we talk about setting intentions, Corey, I'm talking about I was on call oh, the yeah, whole yeah. event, all right? So every day we would meet in the morning and we would set intention and we would right. go into a meditative space. We would bring Ed Milet in, visualize talking to him, Okay. We, and we would go through the whole scenario, all right? And, and so the, the other wild thing about this is in the beginning when I was working with Nathan, uh, when, I, when, I, when I lead through people through meditations, we always try to find their safe, special place visually inside their mind, okay? So Nathan's was this valley with these trees and there is this house or like this building up there and a train going by, all right? And I was like, well, what the hell is that, Nathan? He's like, I, know, I don't know. I've never seen that. So then he goes to Whistler and we discover, oh, shit, that was Whistler that we were visualizing. So then we started, like, like I said, we, we, we would meet at in the morning we would meet at breaks we would we would text back and forth and so this segues to the final day and so for me as a coach i want you to think about this Corey. i it's all on the line right now right yeah because no matter what we're gonna make it happen and my belief system was like dude we gotta i gotta hit a home run with nathan right now we gotta get the moment with ed go ahead sure. yeah so i mean we hit the last day. I said, obviously the workout's not going to happen because what's going to happen is we're going we're gonna to go to the summit all day and then we're going to go to dinner and then everybody splits. Right. So I was like, Jim's out of the picture. I had already approached Ed a couple times, shook his hand. Hey brother, that was a great talk. You fired me up. I love you brother. Um, but you know, like I said, he's on a mission. So last day, uh, I remember sitting in my hotel room and I'm like, shit, Matt, we got to make this happen. And even there was, there was a couple times where I'd run into Ed and I called Matt. I said, dude, I ran into him, but I, you know, it's just, he's, he's moving too fast. He's got too many people. I'm so glad we're doing this right now <laughs> because everybody's, everybody's I remember this. Me. I remember this. So then we hit lunchtime, man. Here we go. Now I've got four hours left. I've got four hours left. <laughs> so the day before, uh, in my, in my business, strong physiques, my wife and I were splitting out of the business. Um, and I was going through potentially going through a brand change. So when we broke out in our conclave groups, groups, the second day, uh, 
I had talked to my group of people about like, Hey, has anybody ever done a brand changes and, and has anybody ever split in a business with their spouse? This what do like, you mean split? Meaning that she's no longer going to be a, her and I co-owned it. I'm the CEO. She was the COO. We're never, no longer going to own it together. It's not good for our relationship. She's going to go do her own thing. I'm going to stay here. That makes total now, sense. Now remember what I told you, she was the main influencer for the company. She brought most of the business here, right? Right. A little concern on my behalf, right? As soon as she says I'm done, are all our customers going away? So I'm going to, I'm going to bring this in because he FaceTimed me at lunch before he had to go back into the event. Okay. Cause they were going to have Ed and Andy questions. All mm -hmm. right. Question and answer. And I told Nathan, I said, I don't care what it takes. You're going to be at the front. You're going to be waiting at the door to go in and you're going to be on the front row. I don't care who was sitting there before. That's where you're going. And, and like, it's so funny the way the summits work too. There's 120 of us. And I showed up an hour and 15 minutes early to the door. They don't, they keep the doors locked. And, you know, within 10 minutes, there's, it feels like you're about to go into a mosh pit. That's even a small group. That's that way. So I was like, motherfuckers, I'm fighting for the front row. I'm getting the front row. And he uh, did. So I got he faced, he took a picture of himself in the front row. And I was like, yeah, there we go. Here we go. You know, cause like that's, I knew I had to make a connection with Ed while he's speaking too. And, uh, so after lunch, I was like, fuck, we got, we got Ed and Andy doing Q and a, and this is it. And I, we'll have a dinner, but dinner's hard. Like the dinners, man, they've, you know, usually got the speakers sitting with them. You also got the spouses. There's usually two seats and you got 120 dudes that are trying to fight over two seats. And it's who it's whoever's got the end or the speaker who's talked to Emily. It's just, it's almost impossible to get right. So it just so happens that I can't remember. I forget his name. So I apologize, but he, he's, he gets a Q and a, and he said, Hey, from yesterday's me, uh, yesterday's conclaves, uh, Nathan Mansfield had a question about, you know, uh, the hardest question we had was Nathan had this question about splitting business with the spouse and rebranding in the same year. Um, what do you suggest that he does? So I didn't even bring up the question. I didn't even have to. So both guys look at That's me. That's incredible. I didn't know that part. I thought you asked the question. That is, that is pretty incredible. <laughs> Jeez. See, that's what I'm saying. Intention steps work. Yeah. So he, he set the volley. So Ed and Andy both look at me and they're like, okay, Nathan, stand up, tell us what's going on. So I said, Hey, this is what's going on. And both of them looked at each other. They didn't have an answer. They were like dumbfounded. They're like, Ed, Ed you got advice. And uh, Andy's like, I, I, I'm lost, man. I never, never heard of this before. So uh, Andy goes, well, why don't you, why don't you, uh, well, let's get together after the, on, on a break after this. And he said, we'll, we'll try to talk to you for 20 minutes and just kind of give you some advice. Let's, let's hear a little more about it. So I was like, okay. So boom, summit ends. And I'm like, okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. time out. Ed, 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 Ed yelled over at Andy and said, hey, remember what he said? Nathan. Then he then he said, "Hey Nathan, why, why don't you why don't you just uh, sit with us at dinner tonight?" Well, I'm getting into that. Sorry, go. No, no, my bad. My yeah, bad. Just so Ed and Andy are still sitting. Up. So normally after the summit, then too, like they sit on the stage and everybody kind of like we'll go try to get photos with them. And shit. So I was like, I was already in the front row. So I walked straight up on uh, when everything ends, and uh, I and Ed was talking to someone. So I pat Andy on the back. I said, Hey brother, uh, I just want to know if there's a time after this where I can sit down with y'all for, for 20 minutes and just maybe discuss. I'd really like to hear your, your opinion. I'd really like to get some help because this is a very difficult time for me. And he's like, yeah, of course. And, uh, uh, he points at Ed. He said, Hey, uh, I'm just gonna have Nathan come, come sit with us at dinner. And I said, 
okay. So I went straight to, I like, kind of closed that out and I went straight to Emily. I said, Emily, Hey, Ed, Andy just said I can have dinner with you and with Andy and, or with Ed and him. Uh, I said, can you make sure that happens? Cause the same thing would happen is you go to dinner, the, the seats flock. And then before you know it, it's gone. Cause once someone sits down, there's, there's no taking their seats. And I said, can you make sure I have a seat at the table? And she goes, yeah. She goes, so she calls over Kat and Kat goes, I got your name down. I'll put, I'll put a reservation there. And make sure you got it. So hook, line, sinker, we made it happen. And then, you know. And then he called me on FaceTime and I was in my kitchen and I was like, and it was on FaceTime. I remember I said this. I was like, damn it, Nathan, you should have called me on Zoom so we could record this shit because this is epic. Moral of the story, though, is like we, we set intention for it. Uh, we visualized it. It's just like any professional athlete, man. The really good athletes, you know, they're – For they're months, seeing, for two months. Home run, Tom Brady seeing the, the winning Super Bowl pass before it even happens. We, we just really made that come, come to light. And then I had a great dinner with him, um, you know, really got invested with his family, with his personal life, asked him about himself, uh, had a really good conversation. He offered to let my wife go see uh, Dr. Amon. Um, you know, out in California, to do a brain scan on her. And, uh, did she do it? She hasn't yet. Cause of COVID, but, um, oh, just, right. uh, you know, dealing with some personal things. He's like, let's get her out to Dr. Amon and just awesome conversation with him. And him and I have had a good connection since, you know, him and I keep up almost every day on Instagram, comment back and forth on things and messaging each other, messaging each other. So we built the network that we were trying to get and it's only, it's only been getting better with time too. So, yeah, man, that's fucking awesome, dude. Uh, so I'll share this really quick with you. When I went to crew with Tony, I did something very similar. I visualized meeting Tony. Yeah. And even though I knew there was, I, I really did believe this was going to be the time. And, and I didn't actually physically meet him. But what I did, have you ever crewed, Nathan? I haven't crewed. My mom does. Okay. So what's your mom's name? Christy Stu. I don't know. She's been anyway. through every event, I think. Yeah. So but what happened, what happened was I was standing on the line of the curtain and, and I was told that if you stand right there, there's a chance they may get you to be a filler. And I thought, ain't no fucking chance. So I was on the food team and we didn't have, Tony was coming on, I think at 11 and I just so happened the food portion that I was doing was over at that time. And so we got to go out and just hang out and sure as shit, he, the guy pointed straight at me, flipped my shirt and I sat right beside fucking Tony at the, uh, right beside the stage. He was right there. Like for three hours I sat, mm-hmm. I sat right there with a rod was behind me. Oh, um, like, oh, dude, like I was sitting in his section that is invite only. So it's nothing but celebrities. You know, his son, that's where I, that's where I physically met his son. I met A-Rod. I met uh, Jesse from Saved by the Bell. Uh, the, the, the guy from the Wolf movie, my wife kills me when I say that. I, I don't know. What's the fucking popular movie? Hugh Jackman? Michael J. Fox. No, 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 no. Hugh Jack. Uh, not, not Hugh Jack. Wolverine? No, 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 different wolf. The the one women love, love it. Women oh. love this movie. Oh, the one up was filmed up in Washington. Uh, I don't, I don't know where it was filmed, but uh, that the main one of the main guys, Jacob, not, in Twilight. 
It was Twilight. Yeah. Okay. So that guy sat right in front of me. Uh, what event was on, this? Uh, this was in January in LA. Was it? Oh, it was uh, Unleash the Power. Oh yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was so. It was, dude. It was surreal. I mean, I sat there literally with tears coming down my face because I was like, I could not have paid. Literally, could not have paid for that seat. Wow. No. no. Uh, like it wasn't for sale. That Let me seat, ask you a question, Corey. Yeah. Because I've talked to Matt about this, and I just want to see if maybe I'm just crazy or if you felt this too. Does that guy emit an energy that you can feel throughout your entire body? When you stand next to him, dude, it is, it radiates through your entire core. It does. It does. And you know what? I feel it when I prime and y'all know, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So I do, I still prime every single morning. Yep. And it's just, that's just my, as part of what I, my morning stuff, because it, and lots of times I reflect back on that event and that, that time, because it was so it was one of the coolest things. And Nathan, you'll get a kick out of this. I got, so again, by sheer accident, I walked in as they were handing out positions. Oh, that's right. You have a crew. So they hand out positions to, but your mom has, uh, to do the fire lanes, right? And so right. there's like 15 or 20 different positions you can have on one fire lane. But there's only one position that everybody wants. <laughs> and I got, I literally walked in at the exact moment and the guy pointed at me. It was the last spot. People were going nuts trying to get it. And I have no idea why he chose me, but I was the celebration guy. And I got to celebrate after everybody came across the fire. So 400 people I celebrated with. It was, dude, it was the most phenomenal weekend. Of, I mean, it was just unreal. It was That's freaking awesome, man. It was unreal. That is insane. So, yeah. So I'm, yeah, I'm a huge Tony fan, dude. He's yeah, like, me too. I, we've got a crew call tonight, actually, at six o'clock. That's with some, I don't know what the hell it is, but he's not going to be on it. I can promise you that. What's your favorite event? <laughs> UPW is the only, I, I just went to my first event in 2018. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 That the one I was telling you about, and the one in November of 2018 was my first. You gotta go to Business Mastery. You gotta go to Date with Destiny. Yes, I know, I know. They're all, I'm sure, fucking amazing. And oddly, and I was gonna mention this, or I mentioned it to Matt, but I don't have a whole lot of time. I got a, a a call with a bunch of people, and I don't know if you saw Brandy beep in. You know Brandy. Yeah, Nathan, you know Brandy. Brandy you, uh, uh, Velasquez. Yes. I don't know if you saw just a minute she beeped in because she's uh, on my five o'clock call. Oh shit. <laughs> and so, um, but what I was going to say is, uh, I ran into another plat. I ran into a plat when I did my ayahuasca experience, which is the first, right. First time I've ever talked about this shit publicly was, really I know. And I wanted to hear about it. I know. And, and we could do it at another time. I promise. But, okay. um, but, but a plat was there and we, you know, that was, which was kind of cool to, yeah. to sit and chat with her and, and listen to what her experiences were and, and whatever. Um, I still don't think she had as cool of experience as I did. I can tell you that. I mean, like I, I could, I was just blown away. I was literally waiting for the day the syndicate results dropped. Cause I was signed up for, I already had all my papers done for plat. And I was waiting to see if I, that way I had options between the syndicate and Platt, 
Yeah. And obviously this all happened. So I, I chose the syndicate. But yeah. Absolutely. One day. Dude. Yeah, for sure. It's funny. I wrote about that in my journal this morning. I really? wrote about, yeah. Yep. Wow. I did. I, that's that's awesome. so weird. You bring that up. Yeah, absolutely. So many commonalities, um, man. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, I did the same thing with Arte. I did the same shit. I did, and you know, the journal my wife gave me in July of 2018, which is what got me started on this journey. Love it. Because I wasn't grateful at all. Mm. I was a, I was a fucking nightmare. Um, <laughs> you know, looking back, I don't even know how she did it, but uh, you know, it is what it is, man. I'm so glad yeah, to be here. It's a journey of life, man. We all learn throughout that. Sometimes we learn at different paces, different times in our life, but we, hopefully we all learn it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So guys, look, I want to thank you so much for coming on today. I really appreciate it. This has been fantastic. And, uh, I really, you know, just appreciate your time. Seriously, man. I'm so grateful for you, Corey, inviting us. This is, you know, this is awesome, man. What thank a cool you. connection yeah, too. Thanks so much. Absolutely. My pleasure. Dude. Matt, uh, if you don't mind, Matt, you want to share real quick they can, where they can find us? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, www.nathanandmatt.com. Um, we are, uh, accepting people right now to join up in the helping people become their best self. Um, I'm at, uh, voice by Matt on Instagram and Nathan is the real Nathan Mansfield on Instagram. And then you can, uh, look us up on Instagram, Nathan and Matt. It was available, which blows my mind. Uh, but Nathan and Matt on Instagram and, uh, you know, we, we've been pretty, uh, we've been gearing up. And so, uh, we're, we're looking to, to help as many people as possible, um, that need help. And, um, we're here to help for sure. Like in a major way. Absolutely. Thanks, Thank thanks you guys. Corey. My pleasure, yeah, this man. Is great, man. And I can't wait to get this shared out too. So I, you know, maybe nobody will hear it. That, that will be, you know, that, that you guys can help. And yeah. I'm sure that will be the case. So I'll do my best to get this out as soon as I possibly can. Okay. Awesome. Perfect, Corey. Thanks a lot, brother. All right, guys. Thank you so right. much. Have a good If you took anything away from this podcast, make sure you subscribe, leave a review, and go check out some other episodes on SuccessfulLifePodcast.com. This, 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 this is the Successful Life. Thank you for tuning in to the Successful Life Podcast. We hope today's insights have ignited your passion and provided tools to shape your leadership journey. Remember, greatness is a journey, not a destination. Continue your pursuit by exploring more resources and insights over at CoreyBarrier.com. Until next time, keep leading, keep learning, and keep striving for excellence. Stay inspired and see you on the next episode.